Good morning, Weekly Callers, episode 130 coming at you hot, firing hot this morning with a very important topic to debate in my opinion. John questions Zammer about the idea of whether if you're truly in the field that you believe is right for you and you truly enjoy what you do, should you even allow yourself to think as to think of work and life differently? Should they intertwine? Should they not? Should you work towards your work goals that are separate from your life goals? What are the pros and cons of thinking as them thinking of them as not intertwined and vice versa? And John raises some really good points. Um, and I think for those of you that listen to the podcast every week, you can already guess what sides Ammer and John are both taking on this argument, which is what makes it so perfect because you already know they're just going to butt heads on this um and really excited to see what you guys get from this because we all know that the people that listen to this podcast are also trying to achieve some big things in their lives and and also again gain some value and relativity to their goals from this podcast so we want to know how this hits you how this resonates with you please don't be shy to reach out to us on our instagram at the weekly call pod or directly via email the weekly call pod at gmail.com So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Weekly Call. So we can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. We can think about our problems and turn on those chemicals. That means then our thoughts could make us sick. So if it's possible that our thoughts could make us sick, is it possible then our thoughts could make us well? The answer is absolutely yes. You're listening to the Weekly Call Podcast with Austin, Hammer, and John. Welcome. It's enormously important that you do have the right friends. If they make you a better person than you otherwise would be, that's the ultimate gift. It deals, for the most part, with success. It deals with people who you started your life off with and what success does to them. People look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same, like you're doing all this for a reason. Remind yourself, this fight that you're in, this is what will make you stronger. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Call. We've got myself, Austin, out in Elmer, Quebec, John in Kelowna, British Columbia, and Amr Abushakra out there in San Antonio, Texas. What, what are you doing up there, or down there, rather? Yeah, well, while we were in Austin, we also wanted to visit Dallas and San Antonio. And so today we were like, Yo, let's just go to San Antonio. So we rented out uh, this. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. A couple of days ago, we rented a slingshot. You ever seen one of those, Austin? It's like two wheels on the front, one wheel on the back. Yes, I have. I saw the Instagram <laughs> story, actually. It was pretty fire. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. I, it and it's like fire. a convertible. That was so much fun. And then um, we decided to, because Ubering up here would have been disastrous. So. It was been too expensive, so we rented out this BMW. It was like a hundred bucks for the day, and uh, split three ways. It's just like n- just nothing, and it's a convertible as well. So we drove down here to San Antonio, and we realized we're not going to make it back in time. So uh, James gave me his charger and his AirPods, and we're we're going to spend the night here in uh, San Antonio. We just got this hotel room, hundred bucks for the night, split three ways, and uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's amazing. Past couple of days have been intense. Last night we saw the Rolling Stones. Can you, can you imagine that? I thought they were like old no and way. dead. Yeah, me too. I thought they were way too old. They're in their seventies, and and they're absolutely rocking and rolling. We saw them live. A hundred and fifty thousand people were there. What was this at a festival or like a, a concert? 
Yeah, it was a concert. Yeah, it was my first ever concert. It's crazy. Unreal, man. Wow. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah. So that, that was like a really cool experience. And um, and then the day before on Friday, we went ATVing. So you go up to Texas, to like middle of nowhere. And then you rent out a UTV. We got a, I think it's called a UTV. It's like a, remember what we drove Austin in uh, Mexico? Yes. Those uh, side-by-sides. Yeah. <laughs> the side-by-side. Yeah. So we got one with four, with four seeds. That's And sick. we went up and. Uh, it, Maybe in a bit it, better it was, shape than the ones we had in Cancun, eh? Yeah, man, I got to send you guys the videos. After this, I'm going to send you guys the videos. We were, I mean, yeah, it was insane. We were up up at a mountain and we flipped the thing and it was like. So this is just the three of you, right? You, James, and Riley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was was really cool. This is the first time I've I've really felt like I've done a lot of exciting things because like I've just been stuck in a routine for for so long, for so many years. And the way they live is they work so hard. They're extremely productive. You can't even talk to them during breakfast. You can't even like do anything um, between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday to Friday. And they, their output is crazy. And they have teams around them and they, they go all in on their business. And then right when 6 p.m. hits and right when the weekend hits, all they do is just like have fun, explore and just like have Wow. really good experiences and they don't ball out they don't spend a lot of money everything's done like very in a smart manner and it's just really cool to see that and for the first time for the first time in like uh in like i'm probably say a year and a half i saw a goal that i that i i can see as attainable and worth fighting for like a which was, yeah i i've never saw that i never saw that as a possibility but the mm-hmm. idea because these, these guys will travel with or without and they're going to go to and explore different spaces. And my business does allow me to, like I made a, like I made a sale like just last week. And it was just like in Austin, Texas, just like sitting down. It was like a guy from uh, in, in Ontario in Waterloo. And it was like made the sale, giving him a whole bunch of value. I mean, I, I don't have to be close to him at all. So um, it was really cool to see that work. And, you know, like it just makes me want to work even harder, write even better emails, cold call even more. So that I, I do have the means to explore those, like that option for the first time ever in my life. Like who else will have, like, I'm so lucky. Like to, I'm the 1% of the 1%. Mm. So that became really clear to me. And the levels of gratitude that I've experienced the past three weeks to my former self, when I was 19, I decided to go all in on my student works business and try to make as much money as humanly possible. And that has reaped so many rewards. It's just like, I can only imagine like, like John, like how grateful you will be at 30. Austin, how grateful you will be at 35, 40. And just like all the effort that you, this version of yourself is doing, like I experienced that side of it. And it was like, mm. like holy smokes. Like, yeah, it, I haven't it, experienced it that gratefulness for that yet. Man, it, it, it just, it was absurd. So, I'm like, so here's wow, the thing, like right? Like, it. I actually don't. I think it's as simple as this. I think the moment you even have that thought, then it stops. What, what stops? The gratitude? No. Or the, 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 the hunger? Not like the necessarily drive. the hunger, but like, yeah, the drive or the hunger maybe, but, so but more like, but more like, you know, you're like, oh man, you're going to be so grateful when you're 35. It's like, if I start to truly believe that what I'm doing right now is going to get me X 
at 35, it just doesn't happen. That's, that's my belief. Like, I, I believe that like, if I actually kind of manifest that, oh, the harder I work now, I'm going to, I'm going to reap so much rewards when I'm um, 40 or, or 35 or older or whatever. It's almost like it breeds complacency a little, little bit, right? It's like, I'm going to get really? this by this age. Yeah. Interesting. So that's what I thought, but I'll tell you this, man, like going out to the gun range, going out ATVing through the mountains, flipping the car with all the three of us thinking we're going to die. Like me smashing my arm here and like this big gash, I almost broke a rib. We completely destroyed this ATV, um, going to a Rolling Stones concert, like all on a whim, going to San Antonio, renting a car, made me experience life. Like I've never knew was possible before. And, and it's, and it's got me like to see things and, and, and to do things that I never, that I thought I would do at 30 that I'm doing now. And it's like, well, if I, if I work twice as hard, I can like, st- like start inviting more of my friends that maybe can't afford this experience. I can start maybe doing, uh, y- you know, in the, when I'm looking at the menu, I don't just have to go in like the bottom percent. Like I can start maybe ordering some of the very expensive food. Right. And it's like, just start really experiencing more. And it can be a slippery slope where it's like, Oh, what you're saying, Amory, is okay. The more money you make, the more you're going to spend. So then you're just going to end up not saving anything. But uh, the ratios I'm using here is like you know, all, all my life I saved ninety percent, probably spent ten, and I and I like withheld that rule. Um, and for this month, like it was really an experiment, and this was one of the list of things I wanted to experiment with was was it possible to do this? And um, I, I think I had this conversation with John. Uh, once you got off when we talked on, on Thursday, but it's like, uh, or some other time, I remember distinctly with, with one of you guys, maybe it was on the podcast itself, but like, I was so under the impression, like, okay, happiness as a business owner always comes later. There's no happiness now. It's just like, it's just suffering. Like, this is my existence. It's to suffer, it's to toil. It's That's to, actually kind of what I believe. So I'm really open yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. proved wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. To, to toil and then to suffer, but then I think happiness can just be experienced now. Happiness does not mean going to Austin. That's not what I mean by happiness. I mean, like you can just start enjoying yourself now, like really look around your room, like look at like, you know, who you're dating, like look at the apartment that you're in, like just be more happy to what you have now versus like delaying what's going to come, what's going to come. And, um, you know, it's, it's really cool being around people like James and Riley, like James is 27, Riley's 25 they have gone through what I've gone through. You guys are 25 too. So you've gone, you guys have gone through things I'm yet to experience. I'm still very green in that nature and a consistent theme, even just meeting people here. And like, I'm always fascinated by people who are older, like in age, like in their seventies, like just having conversations with them. It's, it's always so consistently like the, the theme that I picked up on is you don't really delay happiness or, or delay the, uh, the, the gratefulness of what you've built. You can just enjoy it now and continue to enjoy it. And this may be misinterpreted as that, oh, that means go buy that car. No, that actually goes against what I'm saying because you're you're sacrificing the future for now. I'm saying you can still enjoy, enjoy the now without sacrificing the future. Right. Like without so they're, they're spend, mutually, spend the money. They don't need to be a consequence of one another. They can actually be mutually exclusive. Like you don't have to give up something in order to at, just be at least from a happiness experience. standpoint yes but not from an economic standpoint yeah that's what i'm that's the yes so mm, take money out of it what i'm talking about is not the trip forget the trip forget the rolling stone forget that stuff actually just forget i said that what i'm okay. talking about is yeah. like the way they lived was like 
from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then the weekends, they get to enjoy with their girlfriends, with their friends, doing any sort of hobbies. It could have been anything else. But to me, that blew my mind. I always thought it was like, oh, between six and nine is an opportunity to do more work. The, between the weekends yes. is, is, is an opportunity to do more work. But it, it, it all comes down to like your goals. If you reverse engineer your goals, right? Like let's say your goal is to make uh, $300,000 next year, right? And you could probably break that down into what actions you should take. And if you can't do all these actions in a week, well, you'd hire somebody to help you maintain those actions and to execute on these actions. So this is why I want your opinion on is I've done this, this thinking and it's like, well, if you reverse engineer whatever goal you have, the 300,000 health, wealth, love, and happiness, kids, so many times at the gym I have to go, so many dates I have to go on. If you have the right team around you and the right structure, you can probably get that done between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. And obviously, if you're running a different type of business where you're cold calling in the evenings, you, you, you'd maybe work from you know, 12 to 8, 12 to 9, and then in the mornings, you get to enjoy what you need to enjoy. Um, but if you reverse engineer your goal and you can see that your inputs can, can achieve that goal within a certain time period during the day, what's the point of filling it up in? And then somebody can say, well, Amr, if, if, if I can accomplish my goal in that time frame, then I can just try and do more. I, can, I should increase my goal. But that's a slippery slope. You can just keep going forever and not, and not actually achieve anything. And you're going to start sacrificing a lot of that. So what do you mean by not achieve all, anything? Like not achieve anything towards like happiness. Like if, if you're just working, 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 and it's like, okay, well, if I can achieve my goal of making 300,000 by just working from, um, you know, noon till 9 PM, well, oh man, like imagine what I can achieve working nine to nine. Let's increase the yeah. goal. But then if you do that and it's like, well, why can't we just increase the goal a bit more and, and bring up more team members? And it's just, you can keep going forever. Yeah, Mer, do you think that you view life as like, like that you view work and life as two separate things and that work is sort of what you do so that you can then have a happy life? Yeah, that's how I, yeah, that's how I used to view it, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm is that like used to, exercise. or that's how you, or you don't view it that way currently? Well, currently, like I, I'm still like, like obviously i can't develop a, a new life philosophy in like a couple of weeks this is how i view life it's like you go work you go, you toil and then you go enjoy life that's how i that's how i see it yeah because it, it definitely seems like like what do you think the disadvantage of that of that mindset is like viewing work and life as opposition in, in one another like as in if you didn't have to work you could just live more right and if you didn't have to live, you wouldn't have to work, right? Well, I I remember last year in December, I took like a hiatus from everything. Remember that I did that? Yeah. Even from yeah. the podcast. And I came back on and said how disadvantaged that, disadvantageous yeah. that was. Yeah. I, I experienced that firsthand. I, I, I was living under that set of beliefs where work and, and life were mutually exclusive. And it was like, I had to do one to get the other. And if I did more of this one, I got less time to spend here. So I was just like, you know what? I've worked way, 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 what? Well, not way too hard, but I've worked hard this year. And I think I can enjoy like three weeks off. And I did that and I was actually weaker for it. My life actually got worse. My life actually got harder, right? So I think, Amber, what you're saying though, is that they have to exist. Yeah, Austin, and they have to coexist. Should, That's what you're saying. Yeah, but, but, but Austin, like at the same time, did you still maintain the same habits that you had? 
during those weeks. Meaning like, because I'm not saying get rid of meaning like habits. health, exercise, reading, yes, and of stuff course. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to the same extent. I, I, I didn't yeah. just like get, I didn't get rid of them all, but I would say that was like 60, 50, 60%. Yeah. But you're saying, so if I oh. stayed at a hundred percent, then it would be better. Yes. That, that would be, that's hmm. my, yeah. Hmm. I see. What that you're would saying. be my guess. Like you're I mean, still ultimately like, the, the beautiful thing about life is that we'll just find out whose philosophies serve them better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, you know, you know, so yeah, but that's dangerous because I, I don't want to wait 20 years to find out if I was right or wrong. That's just, I don't want, I don't want that. It seems to, uh, that seems actually naive. Well, like, I mean, like it just, to... to me, it seems, it seems like it, it, it doesn't seem logical. You know, like if you're going to work, you know, uh, you said nine to six. Yeah. Like let's say nine, nine to six. Yeah. Well, anyway, eight hours. Okay. Yeah, like, sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. Or, well, a little bit more, nine hours. Okay. Which is, let's just say eight for easy math. Um, so 33% of your day. Okay. Or 50% of your waking hours. Right. Sure. Yeah. So if 50% of your life is just spent, what you, what you would argue is just working toiling okay just so that you can then live a good life it, it seems like it's it's kind of like in jiu-jitsu there was like this guy named dan uh what was it john danaher and like in the jiu-jitsu community like most of the submissions were focused on the bot on the top half of the body okay like you know twisting yeah. the arms arm bars strangles etc yeah the neck um and then he's like well why would you ignore 50 percent of the body like why would like why would you not try and snap their leg, like tear up their ankle? Right? And then he did it. Yeah, he did, of course. Um, but why would you ignore fifty percent of your life? Like to me, like mm. do you, like like because like what do you think about not having a distinction between the two? Not, uh, of seeing it as in like living in blocks. Is what you mean? Yeah, like my whole idea of like you know didn't know I take a day off, you know build an arc what if there was no distinction between work and life yeah like why is like what like like well yeah but like it seems like an artificial distinction it is hmm. like i don't like i don't feel like i'm not living when i'm working and I, when, when, when i'm living i don't feel like i'm not working yeah, what I've gotten from from thinking as work as life, like because I have I have tried to embrace that, John, because of how much I was working this year. Embrace what? The idea that they're not that, that they are one thing, like that that working is a part of my life, and therefore it's just a part of the process, and I don't have to look at it as like something I have to put in to then to then like extract or withdraw free time that I get to go enjoy things in my life. Like it's just a part of my life. Right. At the end of the day, like things, things like spending time with my partner, my friends and, and creating memories, you know, 
trying things for the first time, enjoying a good meal. Like those are things that I am going to outright enjoy. And I also enjoy what I do, but what I do for work is going to then set me up to do those other things at a different level. So to a certain extent, I can't view them as being the same thing because one actually leads to the other and determines the quality of the other, right? Like, I think that's kind of what your point is, Amber, right? Like you can't necessarily look at them as being one and the same or a part of the same process. Like you can't look at work and life as being the same thing because then you're saying that no matter how hard I work, I should just still be able to enjoy my life the same. Well, what, what does, um, what does the work and, uh, life have in common? They're both necessary to live. Well, yeah, but I mean, or in other words, the thing that they both have in common is that the only way to experience them for the most part, well, I mean, the only way to actually truly experience them is in the present moment. Uh, I see. So if you experience work in the present moment, you can't be chasing a better life because you're working right now. When I'm working, I, I'm not really thinking about my life. And when I'm living, I'm not really thinking about work. I'm just mm. at any given moment, I'm just thinking about the present. So like what like well, the distinction between work and life is not really like a distinction that I'm trying to like put a lot of value. That's in. actually I mean, I suppose something that... I'm, I'm very bad at then, admittedly. Like I'm sitting here actually... Yeah. Like even since we sat down to do like the pre-recording stuff at 7.30, I probably thought about my day tomorrow five times in the past oh. hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Right? Just, I so, haven't, I haven't, I mean, like I've still been, I don't know how you could possibly I'm just like, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Like how could you possibly be present if you have this distinction? Because when you're not working, you're thinking about how you want to live. And when you're living, you're thinking about how you have to work. I don't know. <laughs> like, it seems to me like that's, I don't know. Maybe well, I'm wrong. I right? guess that's what I'm But it served at. me really well. Right. Like the, and, and the thing that I always, I feel like I'm getting more comfortable with my own success in the sense that like, I feel like the results are starting to speak for themselves. Right. Like maybe I'm wrong, but like, I'm an extremely happy individual. You mean maybe like, you you're wrong. As, you mean maybe you're wrong living just in the moment? Well, um, no, like I, I certainly like, I don't think there's any questioning that the results that I currently have are good, you know, are, are favorable. Mm -hmm. Okay. But like, you could, like, you know, I'll give you an example. Like, so someone who is like trading like cryptocurrencies all day long. Okay. You know, they may be having like all these positive gains in the short run, but they may not be accounting for any of the liabilities that they're creating in the long run right. through tax, you know, like taxes, for example, maybe they're right. not accounting for any of this. So, you know, if, if the only thing they focused on is I'm making gains, but they don't, but they, but they don't necessarily can consider the fact that uh, they're going to be taxed. You know, so maybe they, gains. Yeah. Like they live their life to the fullest based on these short-term gains, but they don't, they don't account for any of the liabilities they're creating. Okay. So, you know, if you, if you pull that analogy to sort of the rest of your life, right you know, who's to say that some of the things that you're doing now to sort of maximize, you know, or, you know, spend more time, quote unquote, living, you know, may not catch up to you in the long run or vice versa. Right. So I, you know, and, and this is where the word, like, I'm not a huge fan of the word balance. It's not really like a, to me, it's, it's um, the reason why I don't like the word it's balance a, is it, yeah, it's I, a I feel like it term. puts them, 
Well, no, the reason why I don't like it is because again, it, it, it has that distinction where you're, there's work, it puts work and life on two different sort of pen or, um, you know, plates that are weighing against each other. And I, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that. Cause, cause like, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem to be a distinction that's worthy of making. Right. So John, how about this? Then let me pose you a question. So I actually yeah. really want to adopt this model of thinking because I think it would drastically benefit me. I think it would, I'm not a, I don't think I necessarily have an anxiety issue, but I tend to be an anxious person with regards to like always thinking about the future, always planning, always trying to perfect or, or optimize certain things. So I'm, for example, like I said, thinking about tomorrow, I also like to reminisce. So I also like to think about, for example, that trip we went on last year, about a year ago in Vancouver. Mm. Oh, so you know, like I think about, you know, that day, you know, you and Amher or me and Amher, we, you know, we went up to Grouse Mountain. We saw the grizzly bears. We had, Dude, a, a I was thinking about we had, the a, other day we had an amazing meal at, yeah, John just to say there. all of the memories from this trip have nothing to do with me every time. I feel like I just missed out. I feel like I just missed out on the most important day of the trip. No, 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 no. So, but we had it, we had a meal at this restaurant at the top of the, the hill, chicken which waffles. Was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the ramen, the chicken that and conversation waffles. you guys had when you guys were walking. Like, dude, I already know all of this, man. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't God. there for it, but I'm, I'm well aware of that. Where you were there, dude. Uh, we, we, had, we tell the part there. about when I beat Amarin, uh, beer pong or not beer pong, um, ping pong. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. yeah John, John beat Amarin in ping pong. And then also, there's no we recorded a There's couple no pictorial evidence. I don't know what you're talking we, about. We recovered, uh, we recovered, we, we recorded a few episodes of, of the weekly call in person, which was just so cool. Like I think of that trip a lot. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot, but I maybe like once every couple weeks for the past year, you know, that brings me happiness to think about that. I've gone on other trips and had other experiences with other people in my life that are close to me that I think about, which, which I like thinking about. Right. So John, how, how can I have both in that sense? How can I, well, you can, this is a paradox, but you can presently think about a past experience. Well, I can presently think about tomorrow too. No, not really. Yes, you can. Yes. Yeah. You are right. Yes, you can, but you can also not presently think about tomorrow. I can also not presently think about tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So what's the difference between presently thinking about tomorrow and not presently thinking about tomorrow? I'm, I'm thinking about tomorrow in both cases. Well, okay. So, th th I mean, what I, I mean, I guess you could, I mean, in a, in a way, I think, you know, and again, you know, you, yes, like everyone's got their own different, different definitions and whatnot, but I would say that, you know, sort of a definition of present is the thing that you were me meaning to focus on is what you're focusing on. Oh, okay. So, the, so the intended if you use that, at least, I mean, know that we could change on. the, yeah, we could, we could change the definition of, of, you know, cause some people say, well, that isn't that just focus. It's like, yeah, kind of, but like what's, what's being present, yeah. being present to your focus. Right. So, cause you can be lost in thought about tomorrow in your anxieties, in your brain, you know, in your stories about how this is going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. I have to think about this. I think about that. But if what you were meaning to do was spend a dinner with your girlfriend, I don't think you're present. Mm -hmm. But if I'm actually sitting down to think about tomorrow, then, then yeah, you're present. presently thinking about tomorrow. Yeah. But that's, but that's what, hold on. Presently thinking about tomorrow is highly productive. 
Okay. You Wood's do not that. productive. Like, I do that. Like we have to totally. plan our week. Yes. Yeah. But I also presently reflect on things, mm. right? Okay. So yeah. I get that now. I get that distinction. I get that distinction. So yeah. what are some tools that you use when your mind wanders off to non-presently thinking about tomorrow? Well, because so, that must happen, well, right? Kind of, but I, I, the way that the question is worded, I, you know, I, I'm not gonna try and be too hard, but I think there's a misunderstanding there because it's kind of like, like, what tools do you use to, you know, um, you know, move your uh, wake up in the morning? <laughs> no, to 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 move a heavy object, right? It's like, well, mm. like I mean, yes, like there, like yes, like don't get me wrong, there is tools, okay, to some degree, but for the most part, it's just having a good focus. Right. Like in the same way that like, if I wanted to move a couch, it would help if I worked out. Like having stronger muscles is going to make you eat. Like, so when someone says, well, what tools do you have to help you move couches? It's like, well, the tool I have to, when you said like to, to remain present is I have a strong mind. Right. But so like, but like now correct me if I'm wrong, but I find a lot of times when people ask me like, what tool do you have? They assume that like, I just have like some sort of machine or some sort of like tip or trick that's going to magically do it where it's like, no, no, no. We just have, I just have years of built up habits and routines around strong mental mindset. Right. Like think about how much like level of focus it takes to read for two hours a day. Like, so for two hours over the, over the course of a day, I'm literally just training my mind to focus on reading. Like that's just two hours of gym work basically. Right. So like, so if you read about, like, so if you read about, or sorry, if you um, heard someone who was able to move a couch really successfully, you're like, wow, how do you move that couch? And he was really strong. And he's like, oh yeah, I go to the gym for two hours a day. You'd be like, oh, it makes total perfect sense. Right. But for some reason, mental training there's and we've talked about this before mental training is just for whatever reason still not seen in the same light as physical training right it's still a mystery to people why some people have a better attention span right so and then on top of it too it's kind of like you can imagine like one person is like trying to build like some muscle and get stronger but in the same time they also are like their diet is shit okay well if you're reading and trying to improve your focus, but at the same time you spend like an hour a day, just scrolling through Facebook, it's like that counteracts that, right? That's like going to the gym and then having like McDonald's as a, as a post-workout meal. It's like, you're kind of, I mean, like, are you still kind of getting a good, you know, you could work out. Yeah. But nutrition, like you're not, not going to build the same muscles. Right. So it, it all has to fit together. And that's where this kind of goes back to the whole distinction between life and work. It's like, what's the distinction? Like when I'm having, you know, like when I'm having a beautiful moment, like just with Trisha and I'm just, I'm living like my best life, you know, like whatever, you know, whatever it is that we may be doing, that's super enjoyable, you know, spending time together in some way. How is that not related to me performing better at work? Okay. If I, if I made a distinction, like here's the most simple distinction between how I, how I believe that it's such a fallacy to think there's a distinction between work and life. If you booze up hardcore on a Saturday night and then you don't perform at work on a Sunday, how is that not related to one another? Like, how is there not a distinction there? Okay. Like when I'm working out, that's going to benefit every other aspect of my life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. Okay. Working out is going to make me wealthier, healthier, and certainly going to help my love situation. And of course, it's going to make me happier, right? 
making money. Okay. Well, one, what I do to make money is enjoyable. So there it contributes to the, um, to the, to the happiness part, but, but it's making me wealthier. Okay. But because I'm wealthier, I can enjoy better food. And because I can enjoy, or sorry, I can eat healthier food, but because I'm eating healthier food, my working out's more effective. And because my working out's more effective, I'm, I maybe look better. I can get a better mate because I got a better mate. I have less drama because I have less drama. I have a clearer mind because I have a clearer mind. I'm more focused because I'm more focused. I can read longer because I can read longer. I'm more knowledgeable because I'm more knowledgeable, making more money. And then it cycles, right? And you can, you can go through those any way you want, but it just, how is there not like, where's the, the distinction, <laughs> right? Yeah, what I'm is, I, I, I want to clarify something because based on just this, what you're saying, what I realized in the past two weeks is I've just not been doing any living. I've just only been working. So the enjoying part that you mentioned, John, like the the, the other stuff, like enjoying that time with Trisha. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. But that's no, that's exactly what I mean, though. I'm not just enjoying my time with Trisha. I'm not just having fun with Trisha. I'm having fun at work. I'm enjoying work. I'm enjoying working out. I'm having fun working out. I'm enjoying my food. I'm enjoying reading. I'm enjoying, like, there's, there's not an, un what, there's not like, there's not, there's very few things in my life that are unenjoyable. I wouldn't do them if they were unenjoyable. Now, are some things uncomfortable? Yeah. But like, if I actually hated something in my life, why wouldn't you change it? Now, if I can't control the thing I dislike in my life, like for example, well, I can kind of control some of this stuff, but I'm working on it, but which is why I'm not worried about it, right? Like there's some things in my life that are kind of unenjoyable right now, but I also can control it to some degree, right? Or at least I can heavily influence it. So I'm working on it and, and it'll get better. But like, so like, I'm not unhappy about something that that's uncomfortable or unenjoyable because I can control it. Now, if I couldn't control something, okay, that's making me unhappy. Like, for example, if I'm just upset about the fact that I'm short, well, you can't fucking control that. So like, what are you going to do here? Right? Like, are you just like, are all short people are just doomed to be perpetually unhappy for the rest of their life? That's ridiculous, right? Clearly, there's happy, short people. So you should just drop that notion Like, you can't control it, right? So yeah. Where I'm realizing I fit into this is that I think I've gone through a cycle in my life that like, let's look at the, the theory of, and this is a theory or, or a model that I truly believe in is the hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good men, um, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times, hard times create strong men like that that four yeah, that cycle that yeah. cycle i look at this and go i think i was born into the hard times with my two, the two sides of my family right so you know both of my grandparents on both sides were pretty prosperous then their kids experienced those good times and my childhood as a result was like, they, they kind of mismanaged, like my parents totally mismanaged their life financially. And so they created hard times. Like this is, it, this model literally fits my life up until this point. It's funny. Yeah. No, so I then the hard times I was born into the hard times then kind of natural, like, I believe that played a decent role in me wanting to 
run a business, work hard, live in an, live in an environment where um, I'm in like a results economy. So I, I can be compensated and rewarded proportionally to my efforts and talent. And now in the past five years, I've done that. And it's been to a certain extent quite rewarding. And now I'm at this point where I'm 25 and the good times are kind of starting again, right? Like I, I wouldn't change, I wouldn't, I would change very few things about my life, really. And I, and I, and I, and I'm proud to say that. I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I feel like I've earned a lot of, of mm-hmm. earned the right to say that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I do feel the temptations of what it means to be human in that model to have those hard times start again to, because they kind of create a weaker man. Like the more like this money or sorry, this money this year, I made um, more than I ever have. But what's funny is that I've also had the resurgence of some of my worst habits. Right. So it's, or, or at least the temptations to give into them more, right. Eating unhealthily, working out less, more screen time. Right. So, and Amber, to a certain extent, I don't know if this had anything to do with you or whether this is completely unrelated, but we also saw that with you two years ago with screen time and some habits, right. When you were having an amazing year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kind of, cause the, the big lifespan in this, I guess the biggest yeah, thing I, I picked up in this conversation is, uh, but yeah, I, I do agree. What you got awesome. What I picked up is the enjoyment part. And I'm just like testing myself and I'm asking right, myself so some questions about that. I'm telling myself subconsciously that I need to enjoy this more because I've earned it more, which leads me down a slippery slope negatively. Right. Whereas John's model is, or sorry, it depends Amber's, how you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by it depends how you enjoy it? Like it, it's coming to clear to me that there's two ways that you can enjoy something. You can try enjoy it ex- externally or you can try and enjoy it, enjoy it internally. So if you want to enjoy something, like if you want to enjoy your work externally, then it's like, oh, I'm going to work hard and toil. And then I'm going to go to like spend my money on a bar, spend something outside ideally what i want to be doing is just enjoy the thing for the sake of its thing and it's not like oh man like we just suffered let's let's go and enjoy ourselves it's like oh i was just enjoying myself and i and i happened to be doing work at the same time Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely, I would definitely say there's some merit to that, right? About, I mean, I would say that the model that it seems like you, Ammer, and and you, Austin, have been living on for at least a while now. I mean, certainly, I think that all of us, have, you know, at one point of our lives, were living like like this, which is that we work just so that we can, like, you know, we view work as merely like the suffering, and we view life as the as the enjoyable part, right? That's that's what I meant. Yeah, in, in a very in a very general sense, right? So. So John, under if you take your theory to the nth degree, technically you shouldn't really enjoy having a glass of wine more on a Friday than you would on a Monday. I would I I would actually go so extreme that I would say that so long as I have the ability, you know, I, I, like you know what what the Stoics would say, and I, and I think that there's 
you know, it, it always brings a tear to my eye in the sense that like, I think this is like the ideal, right? Now I, I don't always live up to this, but so long as you have the ability to act within virtue, you should have no preference of what you're actually, like you should have a preferred indifference to what you're doing. So like, like if like, you know what I mean? Like my preference of course would be to spend, not even though, see, it's interesting because you think that your preference would be one thing, but it's really not. I mean, part of the reason why I cherish my time with Trisha is that I don't have an infinite amount of time. Like scarcity breeds value to some degree, right? And so it's like, I have like, for example, like this call, for example, I think one of the reasons why this call is so valuable in our lives is because we just talk once a week, right? We don't, if we did this podcast every night, it wouldn't be as valuable to most our listeners and as well as ourselves, right? So there's a scarcity part. I, I I just had a walk with a good friend of mine, Eric, uh, shout out to Eric Wilson. Actually, I, I really want to have him on the podcast because he he lives a very interesting lifestyle. That's it's excellent, um, very unorthodox. But nonetheless, um, I love those walks, and we only do them maybe every couple, maybe every like month or so, maybe every like month and a half. But we go for like a two hour walk, and we just chat about life, and we just update each other one another, and it's great. And I don't think about anything but that conversation, right? And it's just a beautiful time, right? And like to say yes to that is to say no to everything else in my life. So I don't know, like, like I have a preferred indifference. I mean, I, I want to do the things that I have a preference for, but you know, if, if fate has decided that, cause here's the thing, like, like you could still be happy and put in, in prison, right? Like, you know, what, like, you know, like, like just because you were in communist Russia, I mean, like, what, like it's like, I mu- you know, I must be put in prison, but must I ball while doing so? Like, do you, do you, I do need to be unhappy, right? Like, read Al- Alexander Soldier Nixon's, you know, the Gulag Archipelago, right? He found happiness in, in the Gulag. I mean, that's a tough place to do, right? He didn't do it because of the distinction between work or life or balance. He did it because he was present and he found, you know, he, he found the virtues to live by. I mean, he just, he focused on what he could control and what he couldn't control and et cetera. And just kind of, kind of kept going on. Right. I mean, that's what are you else going to do? Right. Like, it doesn't seem like we were asked to do that much in, in, in our lives. Like it seems like for the most part, all we've been asked to do and we, and luckily we've been blessed with the ability to control our own responses. Right. So like you have a preferred indifference to what your, you know, what fate has been assigned to you, but so long as you actually have the apparatus to control your response, I mean, at any given moment, that's what you're trying to focus on is what's your response, right? So like, I'm in the middle of this conversation. I don't think the correct response is to ignore you guys and not listen to what you're saying and, and then think about something else. Like that's not like the appropriate response. It's certainly not conducive for having better, deeper conversations, right? But then naturally this conversation will come to an end. And then from there, I have the next task that I'm going to go do, right? And then I'm going to go do that task to its fullest. And then that task will see, you know, so it's like at any given moment when someone's like, I have this task that I don't like, it's like, well, cool, man. It's fucking, you know, there's another bus will pick you up in a second. <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, there's like in modern society, there's nothing that I have to endure that's outside of my control. Really? That's so unbearable. Right. If it was unbearable, then I wouldn't be here because it would be unbearable. <laughs> right. Like I have a, like I have a neighbor, for example, who's just, 
you know, meddling in everything. Okay. And she's just, you know, sort of, you know, my, my ability to, to not, you know, allow Lose it your to mind. affect me. Yeah. Is, is not, is just not strong enough. Right. So, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, cultivate some more, you know, some more, uh, I don't know, maybe empathy here, but nonetheless, you know, it's just not enjoyable. Right. So, I mean, I would prefer if my neighbor wasn't a meddling bitch, but unfortunately (laughs) that's the case. Right. But what am I going to do? Right. Yeah. But what am I going to do? Like, just sit here and like, just, you know, try like, no, I'm just going to, what can I control? Okay. Well, you know, I can try and build a better relationship with her. I can try and, you know, be more understanding. I can try and see things from her perspective and maybe try and build some rapport with her. Like, that's all I can try and do. Right. But what is that life or work? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> right. I don't know. But you're just know. You're I, present I, I, though. I, to be honest, and I, I, I'm not even like, I've never really articulated this before. So does, does this all make sense to you guys? Like, do I feel like, you know, does this no, it does it sound like this is, yeah. It okay, does. Okay. Yeah. It, it sounds like one of the side effects of your mindfulness over these years is just your ability to be present on whatever task you do and find the enjoyment. And if you don't enjoy it, it's your ability to identify that you're not enjoying it. And then eliminating it or delegating it out to somebody who might. Yeah. Well, but totally. Right. And then there's, you know, totally, totally. But like also too, like, it's like, like what a waste of time it is to not fulfill the task at at hand. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, like we're just going to act as if time is infinite out here. (laughs) Like, like you're, you're like, there's almost a bit of a narcissism or an ego attached to that too. It's like, you're, you think that you're so special that you can just waste time with your girlfriend? Like what you just, you just think that like, you're just <laughs> like, what you think your relationship's so great that you can, that your relationship's going to survive you ignoring her every time you eat with her. You think, you know, you think you're so good at your job that you can afford to just not actually put in the fucking work. Right. You, you think that you're just so blessed with genetics that you don't have to lift any weights to have muscles right you think like it's just like well, fucking unfuck yourself like, what do you mean like yeah you fucking unfuck put in the damn work yourself. brother that is such a good term unfuck yourself yeah, yeah i like that like why the hell do you think that you just like my one of my favorite things is like what you just think that you get to partake in all of the perfections in the world and none of its imperfections like no motherfucker it's like entropy's a, entropy's a son of a bitch right like yeah. You try and not, you try and not focus on the present, man. I'll tell you what, you don't focus on the present. The future will kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That reminds me of a rule from, uh, from Jordan Peterson's book. Uh, do not, do not hide unwanted things in the fog. Oh dude. Is that like the story with the dragon? I can't remember, but that's where he like talks the, about, little, talks the little kid has blindness. the, the kid has the dragon and he's like, Hey mom, like, look at this dragon underneath my bed. And she's like, there's no dragon. Right. And then, and then he's like the next day, he's like, Hey mom, like, look at this dragon. It's like in my, it's in like, it's not under my bed anymore. It's actually like in my closet. And she's like, there's no dragon in your closet. Right. And then the kid's like, Hey mom, like, look at this dragon. It's like in my room. And she's like, there's no dragon here. And then he's like, Hey mom, like, look at this dragon. It's in the living room. Like just getting larger and larger. Right. And she's like, there's no dragon. And then finally they're like outside of the house. And like she's, and then the kid's like, Hey mom, like look at that dragon. And the dragon, like, like literally like flaps its wings and flies off with the house. And the mom's like, Holy fuck, there's a dragon. Right. So. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it talks about like 
what you're being willfully blind to. The thing that you brought up there that made me think about that was uh, the rule, do not hide unwanted things in the fog, is where you said, like, how arrogant would you have to be to think that you're exempt from the rule of, like, spending time, like, being being present, for example, right? Like, I think about the times that, like, I'm on my phone when I'm when I'm spending time with Miranda, you know? Like what, what a, what a weird statement I'm making there. You know, it's totally against my values. I'm actually not that present to making the, making that, I don't know what it is, making that choice. Right. I'm not, I'm not aware of the costs, but I guess in that moment, I'm being like unwillingly blind or willfully blind. Sorry. I'll try and find the note. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I think I know what you're talking about. It's a good, it's a good chapter. Yeah, I, I took some rules, notes right? from the book. It was um, almost every fight occurs because of willful blindness. The idea that you could know something, but cease exploring so that you fail to discover something that might cause you substantial discomfort. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. Um, so John, let me ask you this. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 do you, what do you enjoy to do? What, is, what are some things you enjoy outside of like producing income and reading? Well, see, but this is, but this is exactly kind of goes to my point is that like, like, I don't like, like I truly believe that every book adds to my ability to produce income. Right. And my ability. Uh, to no, but other, income, than, other than reading, I just want to do like a, a little mental exercise to like, just understand your philosophy a bit better. So like name, name like some hobbies or some things. You just well, it's like probably not do. my philosophy just to clarify. I mean, I probably picked this up somewhere along the way. Right. Oh, no, no. I, know, I, know. I, I didn't, I didn't make the outfit that I'm wearing. Yeah. Sure, um, sure, sure. Like what, like things that I enjoy. Yeah. Like what are things you enjoy outside of business and reading? Well, just to take in mind, when you say outside of business and reading, we're talking about like, we are like slicing off probably half of my life. So we can talk about the other half, but just, just know that that's not a small, like, you know, it's like, yeah, I know. I understand. Someone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I um, I mean, like if I just look at my calendar and I just look at the things that I have scheduled, I mean, I enjoy my massages. I get, I get a massage every Monday. It's fucking amazing. Right. Um, uh, not only cause the massage, it's the massage itself. Interesting enough. It actually doesn't even feel that great. Like it, it feels okay, but like, it's actually really painful. Cause like he digs in there yeah, and yeah, yeah. Kind of busts me up. But like my massage therapist, his name's JR. He's fucking amazing. Like this guy's great. He's just super intelligent. Actually used to work for me a couple of years back. Um, great guy. Um, you know, we always have like just the most in-depth conversations. He's fascinated by my life. And 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 I, I think that he's a super intelligent guy, super knowledgeable about the body, right? So he's always kind of giving me tips on how I can improve my posture and, you know, like mm-hmm. stretch and things like that. It's just a great relationship. And I really enjoy that, that time with him. And it's, you know, it's every 7.30 on a Monday. I just love that. Um, I really like going to the gym. Um, I, like I obviously, everyone knows that I used to run a lot. I'm, I'm, I've kind of sort of stopped running now and I, I just do weightlifting for the most part. So that's like a new thing for me. It's new. It's exciting. Wow. Um, nice. I really enjoy I the did weightlifting. I not see that coming. Um, yeah. I want to try and reinvent myself a little bit on that. I feel like I was kind of getting stagnant on the running. So I'm going to try and like, just, you know, become like John's a muscle head in a way. Yeah. I'm basically just going to try and get really jacked. Yeah. Um, and so I'm doing it right. You know, um, I really you like wiffle ball. Like I, I, I... Wiffle ball. Yeah. Was that it? Or what's that tennis? 
tennis game with no net pickleball pick oh pick pickleball yeah pickleball yeah my bad i mean i don't have pickleball on my schedule right now because it's so cool though but i thoroughly enjoy pickleball um i was gonna play <laughs> you know i like riding my my bike with trisha like uh, we have a tandem bike that we rip around in and then like my grandparents have a tandem bike so like sometimes like there's like an extra special super bowl event where like they have their bike and we have our bike and we all get to go riding together um i really like snowshoeing with my girlfriend um I, when I say my girlfriend, Trisha, everyone knows Trisha at this point. Um, Trisha and I, we were like snowshoeing. Uh, we're getting excited because, you know, snowshoeing is around the corner. Um, okay. I actually really, uh, I, I know this is kind of a cheating, but like, I really enjoy calling leads. I don't enjoy um, anticipating calling leads and I don't enjoy the moments leading up to calling leads, but I really enjoy calling leads. Like I'm always happy once I get started. Right. But I, I, I get really anxious. I don't want to make the phone calls. I, you know, I usually take a couple, you know, maybe take a shower or two and kind of like get myself all hyped up and then I finally make calls and I'm super happy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, for, that's, okay so, so I can go on so, forever. Yeah. Perfect. So would you say in your enjoyment factor, do you enjoy any of these activities more than others? I kind of, but I don't really, I don't like maybe like if I sat down and thought about it, but I'll be honest, I don't really think about that because I don't understand you, the utility of, cause like, like, it's kind of like, um, like, so like, here's something that a lot of people are actually blown away by. I actually don't have a budget like for my income or, or like for my finances at all. I don't budget any of my money. So you just like spend whatever you want? No, no. I only just spend what I need. So to me, I, I don't understand the purpose of, uh, pur- purpose of a budget. If I need something, I would I just buy it. And if I don't need something, I don't. So why would I need a budget? Okay, okay. Well, well, let's go back to the enjoyment. So you're saying- No, but that's my point. You don't think about like, enjoyment though. If it's necessary to me, you know, like working, living, wealth, love, and happiness, like for example, why would it matter if I enjoy going to the gym more than somewhere else? Like if gym is a core element that's necessary for my health, why would I like, it's, it's an aspect like, 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 yes, I have a preference maybe if I really sat down and thought about it, but calling leads is just an aspect of what I need to do to perform at my job. Right. Okay, got it. Uh, it's kind of like the soldier need... who doesn't like doing night duty and keeping a watch out for the barbarians. It's like, get the fuck over it, dude. Like, what do you mean? No, no, you I stand that. there as a soldier I... and do your job. Yeah. I got that. I got that. If you didn't need to do some of the other things, like let's say you had a business running in a sort of fashion that allowed you to just enjoy more walks, more pickleball, more snowshoeing, more time with Trisha, um, more reading. Would you choose that life or no? Like basically if money and in, in time weren't a factor. Like I'm not sure what the question like what I'm not sure what the question is. If if you had a way to just like you're you're still working, but you're maybe working half as much as as you do. And you get to enjoy these things a bit more and do more of those things, more time with Trisha, more walking, more pickleball, more 
whatever x whatever you 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 mentioned on that list that you can go when on when you forever. say working though you you mean specifically within my painting business or like what because like, like i said I, yes. I don't have a distinction between working and life so I, i'm when you say like not working like what do you mean within your because, painting business yeah um Yeah, but like, but if I didn't have to work in my painting business, like, just because assuming you're, the assumption is that just I have so much money that I don't need to make the money. No, that's not the assumption. No, no. Well, then, like, so why would I stop? Like, I don't understand. Why would I not paint in my painting business, or why would I not work in my painting business then? Well, but th that's my question. If you were able to drive the same results in your painting business by putting in less input into your painting business, so that that extra free time that you've created, not working on your painting business was now able to be budgeted towards uh, reading time. Sorry, with repeat that just one more time. I, I, I think I'm missing something. Cool. So you're, if you could get the same progress, the same growth, the same output from your painting business and half the input that you have to personally take in spending time and focus into your painting business, Mm -hmm. So that you had more time, would you allocate that time for more pickleball, time with Trisha, walks, uh, UFC, hanging out with Tristan? Would you do that or would you opt for more work, more, sorry, more time in your painting business, more massages? What would you choose? Good question. Like, so like, let me, let me repeat that. Cause I, I still think I might be missing something. So effectively what sure. you're saying is take the results I'm getting now. If I could get the same results with half more the effort, results. even more, even results. more, what would I do with that, 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 that spread there? Like, so for example, like right yes. now, my, just whatever my input is or my results are for X, what would I allocate that time to? Correct. I mean, I suppose I, it, it's kind of hard to say because I, I like, like in a vacuum, it, it, like I, I'm sure I could just toss some answer out there, but I, I don't really know. Cause I, I would, ha I would have to know the full financial situation, how much better the results are like. The, the results are not the same. They're even better. Like you, you just figured out a way to get more results for less of your time. What do you do with that extra free time? That's, that's not being spent in your painting business. And it's not just like, but, but am I, but am I also getting like better results in my other really like in, in, like in my relationships too, or just in work? Like, yeah, so yeah, only my this, work efficiency this so-called no. Cause that so-called system also like improves other things. Like you're not sacrificing anything for that increased effectiveness. It's just a more efficient system. Hmm. I mean, I suppose, to be honest, I, I really don't know because, you know, like I'm tempted to say I would spend more time with Trisha, but then again, I don't know. Cause then, you know, then there might be a diminishing return with my time with Trisha. So I don't know. So I think I would experiment. I think I would try and, you know, um, 
I think I would try not- and see. I, I would, I, I mean, I, I couldn't give a definitive answer, but I mean, like, but if you just, if tomorrow, all of a sudden my average job size just doubled, right. I, I mean, you know, cause the, the, the main inputs in my business right now are, is sales and marketing. So if all of a sudden, you know, you know, we got double the leads while door knocking, you know, double the, you know, double the conversion rate, like everything was just, you know, act to the nth degree. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think I would experiment. I mean, I, I hate that. I hate that. I know that kind of leaves it kind of vague, but I think I would just experiment. I mean, you know, cause I certainly like the, cause like at the, the thought of not like working within my painting business doesn't seem like very tempting to me. Like I, like, You know, like, cause like, call, you know, cause if I, like, if, for example, like if I have to call, like, let's say like 20 people, right. The thought of only having to call 10 people doesn't, ne- isn't, isn't like a, ten, isn't like a luring to me, you know? Cause like, I, like, I, I enjoy the phone call. Well, yeah, so, like, obviously I could yeah. see that why that is because there's no alternative, but like, let's say that alternative, instead of like, you're making those 10 calls, you get the same results because your job site doubled. And all of a sudden now you can say yes to that extra pickleball. You could say yes. I think to it's an illusion though. I think it's an illusion though, because like, like, for example, if I was, if I was generating twice as many leads, then like nothing would change because if I was generating twice as many leads and I was twice as effective in my calls, it, it would actually just all balance out to me working the same amount. Yeah. But you're getting way higher results. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe my lifestyle would increase slightly. Like maybe I would, get a stake more often. But I, then again, I, I also don't like, I, I mean, I, I'm already at the point where if I want a stake, I just get a stake. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, so maybe I don't even think I'd get a nicer car. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, saying, to I'm be honest, I already in the money side, I'm just interested in the time side because like all we are like as humans is just inputs in the day. So I'm just saying, you know, right now you, you, you have all these, you know, all these inputs that you're, you have, and every day you decide, okay, my inputs are going here. No, I know. But what I'm saying is I I wouldn't spend less time working because it would all just balance out. Like I would still, I mean, I suppose I've worked less as I become more efficient. So, I mean, I guess the answer to your question, I mean, because I guess technically I'm working less than what I was like five years ago would say, because I've just become more efficient. I mean, I suppose I just spend more time adding, you know, good habits. Like, so I might develop some more hobbies, maybe. I don't sure, know. Like, yeah. I, I would probably. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So then my question to you is, well, why are you working less? Like, don't you want to work more? Like, if, if you want to achieve more wealth and, and build that, aren't you shooting yourself in the foot by not working more? Because now you have more knowledge onto it. You can probably go double down. You can get a sales manager. You can get a door-to-door team. And you can well, probably find Well, to be honest, in, in my defense, when I went down that road, you sort of like guided me away from it. So like, I mean, I, I'm not saying that I wouldn't necessarily work more. I mean, I, it's actually very tempting. Like if you told me that I could go and make like a million dollars next year with the same amount of effort that I'm making this year, I would probably go and do that. Like, like or sorry. So if you double my input, I could go make $2 million. I would fucking do that for sure. <laughs> For sure. Like if I, because like, effectively by, by effectively by taking my income from like half a million to a million for the same amount of effort. And then from, and then if I was to double my input again, it would be a 2 million. I would do that for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would definitely do that. I mean, because I mean, it would, it would, you know, the, the economics there would just be undeniable. I mean, the money would be very tempting, but I mean, I could only imagine how fucking fun that would be. <laughs> like, you know, that'd be so much fun. Because I mean, think about what your business would be like. If you made $2 million, that means you probably, that means you probably would have been running a, probably like an $8 million business, eight to $9 yeah. million business. I mean, think about how, I mean, dude, I mean, like that would be insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about how much fun that would be, right? I mean, you'd probably yeah. have multiple sales reps. You'd probably have, um, you'd probably have a, like a, like a CEO at that point. Like that'd be that'd be super fun. Yeah. Yeah, and then and John, it may seem like I'm trying to guide you in one direction. I'm honestly not. I'm just like trying to understand this philosophy. And and this is this is the crux. We'll of put the it question. this way: like Matt Matt Lang, for example, is a, it's actually kind of answers your question. So Matt Lang is going to be running a business, right? for Tristan and I, right? I mean, it's his own business as well. I mean, he has ownership in it, but nonetheless, Tristan and I are not finding ways that we could just milk Matt for everything he's worth. We're trying to, we're trying to grow that business, right? So totally. what we're actually doing with the, with our free time is actually working, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like, so like, you know, the moment that I no longer need the painting business, you know, it, it, it's no longer my main focus you know, I would not naturally want to have someone come take over the painting business that take over my obligations, but I'm not going to just stop working because I'm getting a dividend from Pure Air and ProWorks. Like I'm then going to want to go build another business and then I want to go play at a higher level. Right. Yeah. Like I didn't, if I didn't you, yeah. If you were able to, a lot of ifs here. So, you know, just bear with yeah, me. Yeah. I know there's but, a lot of, yeah, there's, it's kind of, yeah. yeah. So th- thank you for being generous with that. So, if you were to kind of go, let's say you're 60, right? We, we fast forward 52 years, okay? And that John, all the habits, all the things that you've done, all the wealth, if, I, if we can just take that John 52 years in the, in the future and snatch him back here and you're sitting right there in your chair, stretching your neck, that's that yeah. John. It's, it's 52 years in the future. Your bank account is of that. You've made all that wealth, all your friendships are you still running a painting business right now? You've already achieved everything you want to achieve. Are you running a business? Do you still go out and buy pure air franchises? Sorry, well, hold on, just bring back like running a painting business. Like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, do I have ownership in one? Maybe like how the hell would I know? It's like 50 years from now or 40 years from now. Yeah, but it's, it's all liquid, John. So like, forget about those business. Everything in the future is liquidized. It's in your bank account and you are the ideal version of yourself right now. Yeah. Do you still start a business and, and put work? And now that you have all these inputs. Yeah. If I had more capital than I had time, I think I would start a capital intensive business. Like, right. Like, it's like, obviously like when I start, like when we all started, we had less capital than we had time. So we started, we had, we, we naturally chose businesses that were very labor intensive. So if, if you gave me the choice of like later, you know, I'm 50 years old, I just have, you know, godly amounts of money. I would just choose to pick, games where that have more that are more capital intensive yeah that don't require much of your time um no that could still require plenty of money um like for example like if i had millions of dollars it wouldn't make sense to start a painting business because it's just not very capital intensive so i would have all of this money that's not being put to use but i'd have my time put to use so instead i'd probably go into like uh i don't know maybe like um maybe real estate, you know, something like that, like something where I can just start, you know, 
investing tons of money. I'd probably like be a, maybe a full-time investor of some sort, right? Yeah. So, so you, you know. would find another business that you would start and then you would be inputting things to optimize and build and invest. Totally. Yeah. Well, what's the point? It's fun. What do you mean? Do you not find like, okay. like I like Got business. It. Like I'm not, look, I, I, I don't have to be a business person. Like I don't, you know, like, I, I mean, I don't even necessarily like the label. I mean, I don't have to be a bit like I could just go and I don't know, get a job at the pipeline. It just doesn't interest me. Like I don't, I'm not driven to go work the pipeline. The, rail, the railroad, you get a job at the railroad for sure. Yeah. Got right. It. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I could, like, I don't have to, like, I don't, like it's my choice to be in the business world. Right. So like, I'm not, I'm not like, it. no one's forcing me to be here. Right. So like naturally it seems logical that because I'm not being forced to be running businesses and building businesses, it seems natural to think that if I was 50 and had more money, I would just pick businesses that require more money, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so you didn't, so you would say you would rank, like if you're, if we're enjoying rank enjoyment from like one to 10, you would say like business would, would running a business and everything related to business and cold calling, that would be like a, an eight, nine or a 10 in enjoyment. Well, it's kind of hard to say because, you know, like there's, there's, I mean, obviously there's certain tasks that are more enjoyable than others, right? Like, like I, like I don't have a preference towards firing people, but that's an aspect of business, right? Sure. Sure. So you, you'd count that into the mix, right? That's why it's not a 10, right? So it, it would, it would sway things. So what, where would you put that? There's aspects of basketball that are not fun. If you like get injured, I, would, or I find, I find business as a whole, I would say is like a nine or a 10, you know? Yeah. And there, that, so that was, that's what I was looking for, which, which makes sense to me. Cause you just truly, truly, truly. I, truly I enjoy the game running your business. Yeah, I enjoy the game. You yeah. love it. No, you don't enjoy it. You'll love it. You're a nine. Yeah. I mean, would you put pickleball at a nine? I think you'd put it like an eight, 8.5. No, I, I, I mean, like, I mean, I guess if, I mean, hold on, am, I, am I ranking these things on a scale? In like enjoyment. One, like, yeah, but In like, enjoyment. am I ranking the tasks? Like, Oh, like just pure euphoria. Well, but, but Amber, but it's, it's not, it's not as, but none of these things are static. Like, for example, at the end of like right now, for example, I like, like pickleball, for example, after the fourth hour, I mean, like you have to remember mental models, right? Diminishing returns. I mean, it's, it's, like my fourth hour of paying pickleball is certainly not as enjoyable as maybe like, there's probably a peak somewhere in there, right? Like there's probably like- Yeah, a, yeah but so is with running a business. So, so is with like the inputs in a business. Like if you cold call for eight hours straight, like it's just like, oh, yeah. like you're just going to be mumbling and just like, you're so tired. Yeah, by the time, yeah, you can only do it effectively for so long. You can only focus on one task or, you know, do one thing for so long, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, sex is enjoyable probably because it's such a scarce thing, right? Yeah, exactly. You're not, you're, not so, like, you're not just like sitting there, just like sexing, you know, <laughs> we're like 24 hours a day. Right. Yeah. You should become a vegetable, you know? Yeah. I got that. I, I, Austin, are you getting anything of this? Like I'm not really. Um, I'm I got sitting back and listening and I, I, I get that you, you definitely take away personal value from running a business that is very, I guess like comorbid with the enjoyment of your life. So it's, What's it's comorbid. Easy. Maybe that's not actually the right word. Comorbid is like, it exists in, a, in, in conjunction with something else. Oh, okay. Like, um, 
Wait, what's the difference between coexist and comorbid? I, I, comorbid, I think, I think sounds like morbid. death. Yeah, no, comorbid wasn't the right word. Comorbid, comorbid is like uh, coexist, but in a negative sense. Like, it's like, for example, comor- comorbid would be like uh, if you have anxiety that's comorbid with depression. Like, they oh. often are, are, are. Jesus, what a terrible word. That's not, don't, yeah. don't say that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, anyway, coexist. Okay. It coexists with. <laughs> it coexists with your the enjoyment of your life and you can enjoy your life in other ways that don't happen to be anything to do with business or or growing businesses but because you 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 enjoy the like i guess you enjoy the process of growing businesses it actually ends up being a net positive on the yeah, like I'm not, I'm not like just in this constant state of like just joy. Like it's like I know. You know, like it's you know, like I mean, like sometimes I have things. I'm like, oh, that's you know, sort of gonna have to fire somebody. You know? Yeah, it's gonna suck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Wish that went differently. You know. Yeah, well, here's the, ta- like, for the example, like today, for I... example, I had like a, I got like some blisters on the back of my feet when I was walking with Eric, and I was like, oh, fuck, it's kind of gotta practice some endurance here. <laughs> you know, some. <laughs> Some fortitude. Another because, like, I, like for example, grateful. I enjoyed the walk so much that I kept walking with him despite these blisters. Yeah, yeah. you know, because we were kind of doing the Eric carrying track. Yeah, yeah, but I kept doing the, you know, because it's like the the enjoyment, the the pain of of the blisters didn't, you know, over didn't overcome the enjoyment yeah. of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine that as soon as you got those blisters, you were like, "Oh wow, what another opportunity to be grateful." Or to practice basically no no but <laughs> but i actually hold on the thing that the, the one of the the opportunities that arises from doing blisters though is it's actually really enjoyable to have a blister that hurts and then you stop walking and then it, it ceases to hurt you're like oh i'm like because it, like, it reminds you like oh wow you like you know motherfucker you took that for granted didn't you you don't just have blisters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah like every time everyone wants one nature's like yeah these things fucking exist <laughs> you oh, know it's crazy it is really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Such is life though, right? So do you yeah, think I, it's, it's, yeah, go ahead, Austin. Well, I was just going to say what I got away from this conversation is that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Too. I, I definitely had been looking at it way more in line with you, Amber, that, that life and work are mutually exclusive. They're distinct from one another. I have to do one to get the other. And what that did was it, it led me down a path of wanting to treat myself more based on how hard I work. And I actually ended up, you know, I've been rewarding myself more for working harder. Right. And then that economically speaking, doesn't really add up in the long term. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I got. And this is how it landed to me which is the, the reason John could not fathom what we were talking about mm-hmm. is because there's actual enjoyment in his work. And which I think when, you when, and I also have though. Yeah, but, but it, apparently not. And, and here's the argument. Okay. Mm. Because screen time, uh, uh, ATV, uh, gun range, uh, listening to whack music, um, Uh, playing video games, treating yourself to a nice dinner, all these things 
can be like a form of escapism yeah under the wrong context and i feel like by default i don't know where this this there's this like i just realized there's this like belief that i that's ingrained in my mind like this virus that's like oh you know work hard play hard we say it so much but what john is saying is and correct me if i'm wrong john but you're if you work hard, you're also playing hard simultaneously, like at the same time. It's not like two separate things. Like now I'm going to work hard and then I'm going to play hard. It's like, no, I actually have enjoyment. When John rates his work as a nine out of 10, as much as pickleball, it, it, what it shows to me is that I'm going to try and, you know, I'm going to look back in my business, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try and actually view my work in a different perspective where it's just enjoyable for what it is and try to find the beauties in it. And one of the easiest yeah, ways that uh, I can do that is just by being more present because like, I'm not really practicing mindfulness as much as John is. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Like here we, like I already, you know, sometimes I would start my day, not doing my morning routine and I'm just like on autopilot, not much mindfulness. And then the end of the day comes, and I'm like, Oh, I, I, it's time for me to escape. Like, I want to go, like, I want to go out. I want to, you know, let's play some video games versus like being present at the work doing the test to its fullest extent yeah, but, but maybe why you enjoy enjoyment. video games is just because you find it easier to be present while playing video games exactly but th- but that could be yeah. that could be changed for my business that that may be my default like somehow i was just born that way to be more present playing video games but i think that could be trained and i think i'll be tricking myself too and you know personally if i said of course like video games is a form of escapism right so it's like uh, it's always under the right context. I'm not speaking in an umbrella terms. I'm just speaking for like what I took away is I could see myself if I'm just running an automatic mode, get stuck in this loop for the rest of my life of what Austin, you just said, which is like, you know, working hard and then going to enjoy myself and spoil myself. But then you're making 300,000 a year and spending 300,000 a year. So then it's like, yeah, nothing's actually working. You're in this perpetual suffering and enjoyment stage. You're waiting for something. Whereas why can't you just be in the present? Because the future doesn't exist, neither does the past. And I think, you know, mindfulness and a new perspective on your work can just be more enjoyed. And I think that's what the Stoics, I feel like I finally understand what the Stoics were saying, which is like, it's inevitable for you as a man to work. Why not just enjoy it? Hey guys, Austin here. Just wanted to check in mid-episode and thank you so much for your ongoing listenership and commitment to the podcast. We have some of the most enormously positive data with regards to how long our listeners listen to episodes for, meaning we can tell the vast majority of our listeners listen right from the first to the last second of the recording, which in the world of podcasting is just completely unheard of. So we wanted to just stop in here mid-episode and say, thank you for being you. You guys are absolutely awesome. Because of this overwhelmingly positive data over the last two years, we decided it would be a great idea for both us and our listeners to launch a Patreon. A Patreon is essentially a platform that you can subscribe to to get more connected with myself, John and Ammer, and the podcast as a whole. So whether you're a massive fan of the podcast and want to get direct individual coaching from myself, Ammer, or John, or want to just have early access to episodes and chip in a few dollars a month to help us take this podcast to the next level, bring on more guests and provide more value, there are tiers that are built for you, I can guarantee it. 
If you wanted to look into Patreon, get more information about how you could gain more value through the podcast and really augment your listening experience, you can check out our link in our Instagram at the Weekly Call Pod on Instagram or simply press pause on this episode, go into the show notes, click the Patreon link and check out more details about the tiers we have available there. Thanks so much, guys. And thank you so much for continuing to listening to the Weekly Call Podcast. Now back to the episode. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, it couldn't really be much better said. It's like that quote that I said the other day. It's like, yeah, I mean, one of the best quotes actually is, is um, Epictetus. He's like, he's like, uh, I must die, but must I die bawling? Yeah, it, it's like. Right, it's like, like if work's inevitable, it's like one of my favorite moments <laughs> in my entire life, okay, actually was um, possibly one of Trisha's most like suffering moments. So we were on this bike, okay, and it was like. Oh, I remember this. Oh, I we think I remember this, yeah. sorry. Her ass could, I mean, actually it probably could have been a lot more sore, to be honest. It could have been a lot more sore, most likely. Terrible okay? bike. I mean, she probably doesn't even know how sore an ass could be, okay? But nonetheless, <laughs> this was her first time experiencing a sore ass on a bike, okay? Um, and like like her ability to endure this was just not sufficient for for you know for us having a happy bike ride okay and i just i just remember like looking back and be like look it we have like a, like a guaranteed 30 minute bike ride ahead of us right like short of you actually getting off this fucking bike and walking for the next hour we're on this bike it's inevitable. In 30 minutes yeah so like what are we going to do here like we you you can suffer for the next 30 minutes or you can just get the fuck over it right like what, you know, what are you gonna do? Of course that did not go well with her. Okay. You know, like, as you can imagine, no one would respond well to me saying that, but nonetheless though, I was just sitting there like, but then, but then, but I was also see, but here's why I, you know, I, I, I also had like, kind of like, you know, meta game myself here where I was like, you know, she's here bitching behind me the whole fucking the next 30 minutes. It's like, okay, knowing that I have to, it's inevitable that she's going to bitch for the next 30 minutes. Like I'm just going to accept that. And I'm just going to be happy on yeah, the front of this got, fucking bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. really wise. I, I, there's I a meta, there's a meta, time, yeah. there's a meta game there where it's like, yeah. okay, look at like you, the game you're needing to play is that you have 30 minutes of, of suffering. My game to play is that I have 30 minutes to listen to you, bitch. I'm not going to be unhappy. Okay. You can be unhappy all you want but I'm not going to. Okay. So yeah. just know that on the front of this half of this bike, there's happiness on the back half. It's not. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and then also just know that both of us are making a choice here, right? Like I'm not happy because I have less to endure. Believe me, enduring you complaining is not fun either. Okay. So like mm-hmm. we're both having to endure here, right? We both have the opportunity of, of uh, you know, developing some virtues here. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, that takes a lot of mindfulness outward. too, man. Like that's one of the tools I'm seeing that's more important than ever. It's like, it really does seem to me that to enjoy your work, you must be present. And to be present it means to rid yourself of whatever default beliefs that you start your day with. Dude, but even in, but that's my point though. So even in the things that you would think would be, would, would be like clearly enjoyable, if you're not mindful, how are they enjoyable? Uh, yeah. Try playing a basketball Like if you're just playing video games, like, the whole thing you're doing is just thinking about how much debt you have. It's like, you're just like, <laughs> just crying while playing video games. Right. But even like one thing that Trisha and I have been working on a lot is like her mindfulness during sex and our sex has improved dramatically alongside her meditating. Mm-hmm. Mindfulness is the key, man. It's, it's really starting to like when, when, if you sell to me that as, as why you, one should meditate, it would make me enjoy like, Austin, if I came to you and be like, yo, man, like no more suffering, 
There's no more. It's done. You're going to, you're going to look forward mm, to this. No, 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 no. See, that's not, that's not correct though. See, it's, it's, it's not that you actually suffer. Um, well, suffering is a I choice, John, right? Suffering you can experience is a pain. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good point. Yeah. Good point on the distinction. Yeah. 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 So, so Austin, he's like, if you were to look, and this is the game I'm going to be playing, like starting Monday, it's like, what if I can look forward to this, like my, my work day on Monday? as if I'm going to Jamaica with you. And it's like, it's just a, it's just a different way to look at it. And it just takes mindfulness. The amount of mindfulness that you have to do before a trip, you have to look at what you have to pack. You have to like plan your day. You're looking forward to the people you're sitting with. But then, but then I do the complete opposite at the beginning of the work day. There's like very little planning. I don't think about the people involved. I'm just thinking about myself. I'm not, I'm not imagining myself in different locations. Yeah, uh, I'm not go. excited about yeah. it. It doesn't exist. And I can't imagine that I, if I can't use that same routine, have the same belief system, set the right expectations, that I can't enjoy work that way John in. And yeah, actually a lot of it's escape the framing, right? Like, it's I just feel like frame. most people, yeah, most people with work, they're like, I, I, um, I have to do blank. I have to do this. I have to do that. Whereas it's like the same thing. I get to do this. I get to do that, right? I get to do such and such what, right how many times in in uh, in jamaica austin did you say like oh okay we have to go to the pool now <laughs> how many times did you say that isn't that zero, crazy how zero. language like it's just like it it changes yeah. and it's like because just because you're in a different location doesn't mean that and i remember this one and until today Damn. when you when john you said oh i can just go on vacation by closing my eyes oh my god this, this, this <laughs> yeah i remember that guy's no weirdo. one likes like, that one everyone on fucking hates that everyone hates but it when makes I say sense that. It actually makes sense. If you were to pretend, if you were to go, if I was to wake up tomorrow, I'm going to start packing my bag the way I, I, I packed to Jamaica and, and start, you know, organizing my pencils, cleaning my clothes, putting on something nice, calling my friends in excitement for what's going to happen during the day and thinking about the people and taking pictures throughout. If I just did that, you know, it might, it might look weird, but my frame is just going to be so different. But that's going to be probably the best work day of my life. I'm going to challenge myself to uh, to run my business like that this week. Yeah, because people forget yeah. like when you're on a plane on the way to vacation, you're kind of meditating. You're just in the present. You're like you're just focusing on positive things. You're literally like, like brainwashing yourself to, with positivity. When I'm driving, well, you're not. To just to work. clarify, you're not focusing on positivity. You're actually just focusing on the present. The, the positive things in the present too. Yeah, but not really though, because the present inherently, I think inherently is positive, if that makes sense. Like, I mean, I, 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 positive, negative, it's kind of gets really wishy-washy, but um, because, because like, like let's say someone like, you know, let's, let's go, I mean, let's go to, um, yes, I guess you could focus on the positive, but the positive being the virtue, but um like if you look, if we go, let's, let's like put ourselves in Epictetus situation, right? You're like, like being held down. You're like tied up to this table and you got like this fat old, like, cr you know, crazy, like slave owner who's like twisting your leg and your legs just getting twisted and twisted. And, like, and, and it's, it's not like the twisting like that. Like, it, like they stop, get a regrip, twist, and they keep <laughs> spinning your leg around like a fucking, Till it you know. Yeah. And, and, and he's looking you dead in the eyes. Right. I mean, that's like, what, you know, what the hell are you focusing on? Right. Well, clearly what he was focusing on was, you know, his ability to remain, you know, completely, completely independent and sovereign of this man. Right. It's like, you can harm my leg, but you can't harm my mind. 
right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's true. Like when you're at an airport, when you're putting in your plane, like when you're doing all these things, you're so present. You're not thinking about what you're going to like eat when you land. You're not thinking about your hotel even. You think about your hotel like when you're leaving the airport in the cab, like, oh yeah, what's the address again? And you're like pulling it out before you get in the cab. You know, it's like so interesting. Um, and so I, I want to kind of maybe tie, tie the knot here and, and ask you, John, uh, you, know, tie, you know, tie a ribbon on this conversation. John, how often are you during the day running on autopilot? And there's a distinction here. I mean, autopilot as in like, I'm not, I don't mean that you're unconsciously competent in some activities. I'm talking about autopilot. We're like, okay, now I have to do this. And you're not even thinking about it. There's no like intentionality. Mm. How often are you just on autopilot? Like, oh, I'm now feeling this emotion. I can't do anything about it. You don't even know that you're feeling the emotion. I don't, I don't don't know, man. I mean, I, 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 anything, anything that I say is just going to be a guess. I mean, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to think that I'm reasonably aware of what's going on. Right. I mean, okay, well, I probably get, I, I mean, I probably get so present that I'm lost up in the moment. Like, I mean, for example, like I did, like I did some quotes today. Like I love doing quotes. They're just time, so enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, was I not, was I, you know, maybe on autopilot during some of it? I don't know. I mean, certainly no, you were the unconsciously estimate, I didn't, competent of course That's i certainly it. i didn't think about anything but the estimate the entire time i was there well, no but i wasn't even going through the motions because you know i was trying to like i was i wasn't it wasn't like a i don't know yeah it wasn't like a standard i mean both estimates there was some complexities sure, to them sure. that i was having to address you know, well here's a better question how many times do you meditate in a day well or so, practice mindfulness i don't know maybe like a couple hundred times <laughs> what are the ways you do that like during like during this like during this conversation i've probably like refocused or like reset probably like i don't know like 10 15 times how do you how do you reset i just focus on my breath you did that 10 times in this conversation at least yeah like i mean i just austin, did every, I, like, like yeah austin how many times did you do that because i did it zero. Zero. Like I do so it, I mean, saying- during every estimate, during my car rides, I mean, I'm constantly trying to like re like, let's just, okay, let's get back on track here. You know? So you, you breathe, you, you chose to breathe manually, uh, 10 to 15 times in this conversation to try and drive more focus. Totally. Yeah. Wow. There you go, man. There you go. See I can't remember the last time I sat, you know, just in the past couple of days where I chose to try and breathe manually to be more present. There you go. I guess that's a, I guess that's a tool when you're asking about mindfulness, that's a tool. Dude, that's crazy. Done. But like another, another, another tool is you could also focus um, the sense, like if you're sitting like right now, for example, like everyone that's listening to this is probably sitting down, like driving, sitting, whatever, maybe running actually, but either way, but if you're running, okay, same thing, but just like, your body is touching something like you're not like free floating in the air, like meditating, like God or something, you know, your body is interacting with the environment in some way, feel an interaction. Like right now I can just feel the weight of my butt in my chair. Right. Or like Amber, you can feel that rock. Right. See, but I that, didn't until you mentioned it. Right. Yeah. But Amber, but like, just like rock in that chair for a minute. Right. Like just really focus on that rock. Is that not just a fucking Feels beautiful amazing. thing? Yeah, dude. Oh, right. But like, but like, but like, that's my point <laughs> though. Awesome. Right. Like, 
like my chair has a bit of a rock, right? But like, I'll just sit in my chair and I'll just rock. And it's like, like, cool. Okay. Like, like, that's fun. Like, I'll yeah, just but sit you're not rock in my chair. Else, are you? Like, so, like, I think I was telling you guys, like, sometimes I do snow angels on my carpet. Like, if, like, it's like, you know, 9 p like, for tonight, for yeah. example, like, Trisha's, Trisha's yeah, working. Don, I'm starting to understand you a little bit more, man. Like, I'm starting to see yeah, you as leading a, a little bit. I'm sense. kind of a weird fucking guy. Yeah, totally. No, you're so, not. Oh, you're just, no, no, like, no, tonight, I'm though, you're less weird. Tonight, you're I am, um, like, Trisha's not around. So, like, when Trisha's not around, because it's kind of a little weird, but, like, I like to just do snow angels, like, in the, in the carpet, you know? I'm just like, oh, okay. You know? It's like, I don't know. Yeah, but but I'd rather like you know if I had like a I, I don't know I'd rather do snow angels on a carpet practicing on my breathing and enjoying the texture of the carpet the way my body rests on the carpet than to open a YouTube video and watch ten minutes of my favorite YouTuber talk about the newest video game. Totally, one's active, man. one's passive, and well. 52 years of one or the other man i i gotta start investing and, and, in and i lose that battle a lot like i'm like sometimes i will be like unconsciously go you know for the laptop and watch youtube and then you're on autopilot and then you like wake up you're like holy shit i just got like assaulted by youtube right yeah but how many and then people you realize, can wake up though <laughs> and then you're like oh my like god the and then you're you like meditate. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like the way I really think about it. It's like, like you'll wake up, and you're like, holy shit, I forgot I was in the middle of a war. You know, <laughs> like holy fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like shit, I totally forgot there's snipers out here. Okay, <laughs> like yeah. damn, right? Like, and these like, snipers are face, you know, face snap and Snapchat and, and Insta chat or whatever. You know, they, they're out there and they're looking for you. You know what I mean? You gotta like, yeah. you gotta be careful. It's that post nut clarity. You know, you just get it halfway through <laughs> by breathing. I, I get a little depressed actually after like a little post a little post nut depression. Yeah, because because it, it's out of integrity. But if it wasn't, you wouldn't feel that. Oh no! I mean, even after sex, I'm like, with you, like, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. That's interesting. Yeah, but that's isn't that what breathing is? It's just like your ability to just get more clarity on where you are and being more present. Yeah, well, you what's, get what I'm saying. one of the cool things about um, meditation and and whatnot is that like you don't get any brownie points. There's, but you do that's literally what I'm. no 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 no, no you don't though no you don't though no 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 so here's the thing no no what i mean by brownie points sorry let me rephrase that like you you, you don't actually like so like like i guess like mindfulness is one of those things where like like meditation for example like you like no one gives a fuck whether you meditate or not like even the life doesn't give a fuck if you meditate okay you're either going, mindful yeah. no but like for example like you don't get you don't get, like there's no half points there's no like congratulations you've tried like you either successfully became present to the moment or you didn't like there's there's no like he gave, you know what I mean? There's no like, oh man, you really tried today. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, look at you either fucking did or you, you fucking didn't. There's no, there's no middle ground, right? That there's not like a half distracted, right? Yeah. Like a lot of things you can, you, you know, you can, you can kind of get like half points for, but meditation, there's, you know, like mindfulness, there's zero, like, 
Like it, it's one of those things where it's like, it's kind of like, you know, I, I mean, a lot of things are actually like that. Right. But it's like, you don't like, you don't like, you don't get, you don't get brownie points for knocking on doors. You just, you just get leads. Right. And then like, you also don't get brownie points for getting leads. You, you only get lead. You only get brownie points if you convert the leads and estimates, but you don't get like, no one cares. If you do estimates. You have to go book jobs. No one cares if you book jobs, you gotta get deposits. No one cares if you get deposits, you gotta get the final check. No one cares if you get the final check unless you get a profit. Right. Like it, it just, none of it actually really matters other than just, and no one cares on. if you got profit unless you actually put it towards something that generates more. No, not right. even that. It's just like just, just nobody cares about anything. Like life will just persist with or without you. Dude, totally right. Like you, you're so insignificant in the grand scheme of things, right? It's kind of like how like no man ever steps into the same river. You know, like you never heard that, right? Like like Marcus, like his Marcus Aurelius's like analogies. Like it's kind of like life is like a flowing river. Like if you focus on yeah. a single drop, it's already gone. You know. Like, like yeah. you, you never actually look at the same river. It's just, it's constantly flowing. Like you're never actually focusing on anything. It's just like, that's just coming at you, you know? Yeah. No man ever steps in the same river. I've never heard that. And I've never thought of that. No, it's similar to like, we no about ma- this, man. yeah, that's pretty, it's kind of like this, a very similar idea is that no, oh, no, 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 uh, no man reads the same. Oh, Jesus. Come no on, man yeah. reads the same book twice. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause you're a different man but, every time you read it. Well, you're a different man. Yeah. Every time you read it. Right. And so that's an important concept. Cause if you think about it, it's like, if you, sorry, there's just a book like missing from my shelf. That's super weird. Okay. I don't know what book's missing, but there's a book that's definitely, you probably missing. have hey. an intruder in your house. Yeah. It just re- loves to read. It's good. Intruder. It's pretty fucking use There's definitely a book. Sorry. <laughs> I, I just like, I just totally got distracted by that, but um, yeah, I'll go squirrel you know yeah <laughs> um reset yeah, it, was a, talking about. it was a book yeah. bookworm <laughs> anyways you know you guys want to go to uh to whack versus the whack the whack versus wise you know so a little whack versus um, wise. yeah while uh, you pull austin, that up you, yeah no austin you, you're gonna have to pull it up but i'll tell you the song okay 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 i got it yeah yeah while well, I, well, I pull it up, I just wanted to point out that I think we got seven of ten spots filled in our in our Patreon top tier. Oh um, no, I don't think so because you haven't sent me any emails recently. Oh, you're right. <laughs> well, maybe maybe I've not been doing that. I actually thought, based on our last conversation, this is my my own wrongdoing that we had that system where you get a you get one, we had one email that you sent it to. Did you end up creating that? Where, where you I you have not, no. One, like, you know what I mean? The no, I have not. Okay. No. I'll send you the, the couple that just got added in the past week. Um, so yeah, we're at six or seven out of 10. So yeah. Amber, are you texting me the, uh, the song? Uh, I'm just trying to find it here. Uh, so, uh, okay, well, John, do you have your book ready or did, did your intruder steal it? Yeah, I'm just trying to pick which quote here I want to do. They're all pretty good. Hmm. 
I just pulled up. I'm like YouTube. trying to. I'm trying to Google the lyrics. Yeah. So I can find the song. I just pulled up YouTube and uh, man, some of the thumbnails that get recommended are just ridiculous. Like I've been watching a lot of roofing tutorials, and so I got like my first my first line of recommended videos. Like it makes almost no sense. Like YouTube must be so confused with who I am. <laughs> like <clears throat> why I fire employees every day by Elon Musk. <laughs> and then the next video is wow. DIY metal roof installation. And then on the same page, it's you may be autistic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hilarious. Flintstone scene that went over my head as a child. <laughs> man my youtube explore page makes zero sense um oh i, I think i found it it's called uh shorty by money mitch okay i think shorty money mitch okay actually i don't think Hold i'm on. sharing my sound let me uh pull this up Yeah, I got it. Money Mitch Shorty. Oh, this looks like it's just gonna be some of the worst. Like I think this typical... is it. I'm not I'm yeah, not okay. sure. Hold on. That might be it. It might not. People? I'm not sure. Okay. Oh god. Well, how will you just want me to press play? Yeah, just go for it. Wait, that was shot by Oz. It's it. that's it. Oh my god. Okay, that's cool. I can turn it up. Then I made the wrong movie, say you clutching. I ain't worried about it. Dissing on your dog, you must not care, cause you ain't slide about it. Talking to my nine, cause when she blows, she hit his head, probably. Rips right through his back and hit his spine, call me the drill sergeant. I'ma let it pop like fireworks, don't need no damn bottle. I'ma spark it up and it go and blow his damn noggin. She gon' bust it open, cause she thinks she running my pockets. Nigga ain't no goofy, yeah, okay, thought she was sweet, probably. I'm gon' send him 30 shots, I'm curry in that field, shorty. I'ma blow the stick and it go boom. Ears popping, bitch. Go check the news. I'm trying to tell you, she get real shorty. Nigga think he tough and he untouchable. Let's be real shorty. Niggas getting mad. He's 38. What you gonna do about it? Nigga steady line. He telling stories. We can hit body. Nigga hit that switch. He get the sprint. Nigga still slide. Niggas love the net, but he won't say it. But he'll still type. He was in that cell. Thought y'all was close and he ain't still right. Him. Heard he checking out. He on that paper. Yeah, he snitched probably. He get no respect. That boy a bitch. He shouldn't have been talking. I wish we could get the little video of Amr doing this like dance. In no, 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 no. I didn't even <laughs> notice. I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, oh, we good, need good, Merlin. Good. We need Merlin to dig deep. No, like, no, no. Amr just no, in the corner, no. like, yeah, let's go. No, shut <laughs> up. Dude. Show me the lyrics. Focus. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Where's the lyrics? No, dude, dude, there's this video by Chris D'Elia where he makes fun of guys doing TikToks. And it's yeah, yeah, actually yeah. so funny. It reminded me of that, my interpretation. Money Mitch Shorty. Lyrics. Yeah. Lyrics. 
Okay, let's get you to read. Um... Try to put something in the back half of the song. Why well, isn't? Yeah. Oh, because Ammer. I see. Because Ammer. Uh, didn't have his laptop. My bad. Yeah. Okay, read this. <laughs> I'm paid in full, like a money bitch. My trip to the floor got Louis Vuitton, got bricks of the raw. Hold on. Wait, why? <laughs> no, stop. Just stop. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, I'm oh. paid in full, like a money bitch. My drip to the floor. Got Louis Vuitton, got bricks of Dara. Hotel bed, counting hundreds. Bad little bitch on her stomach. Her bitch brought a bitch and I dub it. Or her bitch <laughs> brought a bitch and I dub it. I leave it up to the bros and day fuck it. Don't talk on the phone or in public. My time not mine. It ain't flooded. Boozy wipe me down. I'm so clean. I'm an outcast. UKNO the routine. 145th by robin's blue jeans stars in the roof de coupe be so mean double parked in front of the lab mike jack and i'm strapped because i'm bad big bang all blues all cash my slimes get work like that got a g for every bump face bare face take beza off to interstate dude i'm Oof. gonna go on a limb and say 80% of that makes zero sense. Yeah, I, I, to like, be honest, I, I, I was even, just simply speaking I can't speaking even understand words. what <laughs> yeah. is being attempted to be I was just speaking words, yeah. yeah this so, is like the, the deep side of yeah. the whack eye. Yo, by the way, I forgot to tell you guys this, but when I was in Jamaica, um, a person who listens to the podcast came up to me and we were talking about it and they said they listen and get a lot of value What's, what's their name? Shout them out. Damn, don't make me do this, dude. No. Well, I, okay, so here's the thing. Like I had a, I had maybe like 20, 25 of these discussions. So oh, I actually you totally sewered me there. But he will know who <laughs> he will know who he is when he hears okay. this because he literally he came up to me. He's like, dude, when John read that rap lyric of I've been selling crack since like the fifth grade, he <laughs> so thought it was probably funny. the funniest shit he'd ever heard. And I'm like, Dude, I still do this day. Absolutely tore him apart. You're like, it's on our YouTube. It's on our YouTube. You're like, you how do you not it? know if it was the fifth grade? Like if you started selling crack in the fifth grade, it would be the fifth grade. Like the fact that you're trying to flex about not even knowing what grade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he went it's so like, deep with it. He was so, he yeah. You, you've been so doing fun. so much crack. You forgot when you started selling. You're like, <laughs> yeah by the way i do have to make a an unfortunate announcement one of the songs that we played on whack versus wise here was by rapper young dolph yeah and he he was shot and killed this past week um by a rival gang member so rest in peace young dolph damn yeah choose yeah. your idols carefully i think two people that yes. we've Okay, so maybe let this be even more. Yeah, which, we should release the, the stats, actually. I think we yeah. should have a, a, a chart. So two or three people that we've played the music of on this podcast, just since yes. we've started, have yes. died. Like, let's just, so we should have a status. Just... It's like number of number of people 
from the wise Terrible. camp that have been shot number of people from the whack camp that have been shot like what's the stats on that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i think you had a quote by abe lincoln oh uh, yeah hey i'm just saying <laughs> fair enough one 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 versus three i mean i'm just you know it's it so jokes there's actually more people in the wise community john's read like a blinken john f kennedy uh, i think there was a yeah i think there was a uh, martin luther king there seneca i think was stabbed to death yeah. yeah. Why exactly loses? <laughs> well, hold on, but like, hold on, but the number ain't out though. I mean, like, this is one of those ones where, like, twenty years from now, it's like, you know, what's the, you know, what's the stats, right? Because yeah, you know, we're picking yeah. people that are mostly dead, so it's like we already know the yeah. outcome. We don't know the outcome of these guys that are alive, right? Yeah, but it all see, life is so damn fragile. Like, honestly, rest in peace to all these people. And it's like, yeah, it's so funny because sure. this entire episode we've been literally just talking about how to optimize your life because it will just keep going with or without you. Yeah, life isn't inevitable. Whether you're part of it or not it's either going to pass you by roll over you or it's going to pick you up for a ride so might as well totally. be mindful to what the hell's happening that's my biggest yeah. takeaway yeah. and wow what a, what a great conversation i gotta be honest okay so this is actually from a book that i wouldn't traditionally read which is why i'm reading it and it's from it's by uh safedine amos yes is it uh, Bitcoin? Uh, wait, the Bitcoin the standard Bitcoin or standard, the fiat standard? The decentralized alternative to central banking. Okay, so I listened to that. This is the book it's from. It's a so fantastic good. podcast. I highly recommend. Jordan Peterson yes. uh, interviewed. Uh, oh wow, Doctor Safadine Amos, and it's a brilliant podcast. You know whether or not you agree with cryptocurrencies, the political talk that was in there, and, and some of the just the humbleness shown by both men to uh, seek each understanding of each other's positions was excellent. It was, it was, oh, I mean, you would never expect so anything nice. less. Yeah, it was excellent. Anyway, this is ever, from, I'll just add this. If you ever wanted to learn about cryptocurrency and you just had no idea, like I, like I was, I've always kind of been interested and I'm like, okay, well, let me just start accumulating some knowledge. This podcast is a great starting. Point oh yeah, that. dude. I'd even say it's, it's better actually, than a starting point. I actually listened to it twice already because I went and listened so to a lot of other podcasts about about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And this one I found, like the other ones were just so shallow in comparison. I think that this is a standalone podcast. Yeah. So good. Like so good. Okay, anyway, this is from the book. Okay. Uh, the Bitcoin Standard. And I thought this was great. So in comparison to, what is it? Shorty? Is that his name? Uh, Money, uh, Mitch. Money Mitch. Money Which, Mitch. by the way, Safadina Moss. Money Mitch is a famous character from the movie Paid in Full, which is the most referenced movie in any rap song ever. And Money Mitch he's is one character? of the most, uh, yeah, so he's a character in this movie. He's called Money Mitch, and he's one of the most referenced people in any, like if you listen to as many rap songs as I would, you would notice that people talk about Money Mitch. It's a character mm -hmm. in this movie called Paid in Full. Well, in this book, in this in this quote, we're going to learn about the Roman Empire, which is a very quoted, you know, <laughs> point an era. Yeah. Okay. So the long process of terminal decline of the Roman Empire resulted in a cycle that might appear familiar to modern readers. Coin clipping reduced the aurora's real value. Or the aurora was, um, or aureus was the. Uh, well, what's coin clipping? Thing. Um, debasing the curse, so like clipping the edges so that you could take the shavings and then melt it down into more coins. So it's like a form of like fraud, but it's debasing the currency. Gold coins. 
Um, these would be, these were gold coins. Yeah. So coin clipping reduced the uh, Aureus's real value, increasing the money supply, allowing the emperor to continue imprudent overspending, but eventually resulting in inflation and economic crises, which the misguided emperors would attempt to emolerate via further coin clipping. Ferdinand Lips summarizes this process with a lesson to modern readers. It should be of interest to modern Keynesian economists, economic, or economists as well as to the present generation of investors that although the emperors of Rome frantically tried to manage their economies, they only succeeded in making matters worse. Price and wage controls and legal tender laws were passed, but it was like trying to hold back the tides rioting, corruption, lawlessness, and mindless mania for speculation and gambling engulf the empire like a plague. With money so unreliable and debased, speculation in commodities became far more attractive than producing those commodities. The long-term consequences for the Roman Empire was devast were devastating. Although Rome up until the second century AD may not have been characterized as a full-fledged free market capitalist economy because it still had plenty of government restraints on economic activity with the aureus it nonetheless established that established what was then the largest market in human history with the largest and most productive division of labor the world has ever known citizens of rome and the major cities obtained their basic necessities by trade with the far-flung corners of the empire, and this helps explain the growth and prosperity and the devastating collapse the empire suffered when this division of labor fell apart. As taxes increased and inflation made price controls unworkable, the urbanites of the city started fleeing to empty plots of land where they could at least have a chance of living in self-sufficiency, where the lack of income spared them having to pay taxes. The intricate civilizational edifice of the Roman Empire and the large division of labor across Europe and the Mediterranean began to crumble, and its descendants became self-sufficient peasants scattered in isolation and would turn soon turn into serfs living under feudal lords. Yeah. Yeah, just know that that's always on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Listening to that podcast and rereading that quote, because you sent it to me earlier and I read yeah. it before listening to the podcast. It's pretty dark. Listening. Oh my God. Yeah. So if you, if you listen to that podcast, come back here and listen to that quote again. Take in mind the, 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 the effective tax rate on serfs was 50%. Mm. What, what are serfs again? Name again? Serfs were basically people that uh, own a plot of land. Uh, farmed it for uh, for subsistence or subsidence, and then paid like fifty percent to the feudal lord. Oh, yeah, they didn't actually it. own their yeah. own land. They, you know, I guess I don't actually I don't know if they actually own their land. I think the yeah. feudal Austin. lord owned land and had to pay you had to pay taxes. Oh, Safadine. Sa yeah. Safadine. Yeah. His name uh, in Arabic means sword of God, which is epic. That is hilarious. Could you imagine, yeah. like, because like you know, I have people say like, oh, like in no, in, no, no, sort sort of religion. This. Yeah, yeah but but nonetheless, you know, like someone's like, like in, uh, dude, like this is such a difference of uh, culture. Like, you know, it's like, oh, in Arabic, this means sort of religion. Imagine a guy who's just called like sort of God. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like yeah, we got John in Kelowna, we got Amor in uh, in uh, in San Antonio, we got sort of God in Chelsea, Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious.
right? If that was well, in their language. Like only well, only West hip only hippies do that. Yay. True. Oh, yeah, yeah, God. it's true. Yeah. Only Kanye hippies do that. Like, like Nelson. Yeah, like Y E, like Yee. Yeah, Yay. Yee West. Yeah. No, no, no. Just Yay. Y E. Yay. That's his name. Full name. No last name. That's his new legal name. <laughs> okay, either way, I'm gonna call him Kanye West. Um, but like in Nelson, like there'd be like this, like there'd be like a family, and there's like, what's like, well, like what's your, you know, like like it's like the new kids in town, and you're like, oh, what's your names? And it's like, where are you guys from? The Valley? It's like, okay, Rainbow Sky River yeah. Rhythm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, what happened here? Like, what, like why we got all these R's? I heard the most millennial. Yeah, <laughs> talking about millennial names, I heard probably. We should have a maybe a new segment. On no, the these podcast. are not millennial names. These were like. Well, they were. You know, they like, are, but whatever. I I actually get a joke out of millennial names, like people naming their kids like new stuff that aren't names, just to, just to, be like you know novel. Edgy. The best one I've heard so far is Harvest. That's oh, a cool. Dude, name. Go to Nelson. Go to Nelson. There's like eight <laughs> harvests. Not even rare. Autumn, <laughs> fall. Like it's all there. I'm not even kidding. Harvest, at all. Like I knew a harvest. harvest. Yeah. Oh yeah. All like that's not even a surprise find to me at all. All the farming terminology just living. That's it. awesome. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like these weren't millennial <laughs> names. These were normal names. Okay, and Nelson. You knew, okay? you knew a harvest. Hundred percent. Yeah, I knew a autumn. I knew a fall. I knew a winter. Like I'm not even kidding at all. Spring. <laughs> I'm not summer. Like I'm not even fucking at all. Okay, like I'm dead serious. I'm not even fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I know a winter, a fall, a spring, and a summer. Okay, and and a harvest. So yeah, and I'm not even fucking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just slinging oh, dick, man. no socks on. Okay. Oh, nice. With the boots. <laughs> With the ye boots. Yay boots. <laughs> It'd be like, hey, yay, can you pass me yay boots? <laughs> hey, yay, give me yay can you, boots. Can you pass me the yay salt? <laughs> yeah, okay. This is enough. Ooh. This is enough. That's why I draw the line. Yo, we have to have, like, I would actually, I don't know why I find millennial names so hilarious. But I think I would actually die laughing if I lived in Nelson, British Columbia. Then, if you dude, it's hilarious out there, man. It's brutal. Give me a few yeah. more. This is hilarious. I mean, uh, I mean, like, I mean, like, I, I remember as a kid, like, I mean, like, I remember there was a. Fa- I'm not kidding. I, I'm actually making this up at all. Okay, I, I, I mean, there's stories too. Like, I remember, um, like, so I went. There was like this, like, kind of like, like there was this community, like, you had to take it like a small ferry to across the river or like across like uh yeah. the Cooney river <laughs> and it was called um Cro- uh, crawford and like if you lived in crawford it, it was just kind of weird because it's like 30 maybe 20 minutes out of town plus across like this very short ferry like we're talking about maybe like a five ten minute ferry like 10 minute ferry at most wow. um but it was a little backwoods right and i remember like going out there one time like for i forget even why i think my mom i don't know it doesn't even make a big difference I, I like was like stuck like like I like here's me like from like you know the city like Nelson right which I was like a city kid kind like I mean Nelson's a small town but nonetheless like I'm like totally civilized I like come out to like this Crawford and I have to like hang out with like my like my like these like these people's kids that my mom was like interacting with and I'm like so yeah what's your guys's name my name's G they're like oh my name's River my name's Rainbow my name's Sky my name's like Rainbow I'm like what like okay like cool like okay this is so weird right. 
and I like wanted to play like uh, like Yu-Gi-Oh with these kids. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And like they just wouldn't take it seriously. I'm like, guys, I just can we just play some Yu-Gi-Oh? Like, can we not fuck around? Like, you know, like they like got it all set up and they're like, <laughs> and like the one kid like fucking like. <laughs> this is very serious. No, but it was. Guys, I was like, I was pissed. I was like, guys, like I just want to play. I, yeah, I just want to play some Yu-Gi-Oh here. And the one kid picked up one of my cards and like bare ass farted on it. And like, I swear oh. to God, a little fleck of shit came out and hit my card. And I like, literally, I just remember like being so pissed off. I was like, I went to my mom I'm like, I'm like this kid, like, shit on my card. Like, yeah. Oh, yes. Let me guess from which one of those three. Was it River? That sounds like something River would do. Yeah, River. Um, I think it was Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that motherfucker hold on sorry i mean now that we're just like in like the in like the weeds here i have to i have to say this because it's just so ridiculous but imagine but working with a guy in like an office building named rainbow like he has the name rainbow on the door no these you know? guys like, sell no, i can't imagine that. these guys sell weed yeah yeah what were you gonna yeah, say? That's what you do. Like, if you name your kid River, he's definitely either <laughs> like gonna become like like that. You just you're destined well, to grow dope. River actually, I don't see as that bad because like there's people like River Phoenix, for example. He was a really well known. Oh, actor. oh, Phoenix! Phoenix is a name that you'd see a lot out in the Coonies no, no, too. No, River Phoenix is like the, no, like I know, but Phoenix is a name away. you'd see out there. I was on yeah, saying, yeah, fair enough. Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. What were you gonna um, say though? Oh yeah. Okay. So. I, I don't know why, like the, the fleck of shit kind of made me think of this. So like, I remember one time when I was a kid, I was walking through the Walmart with my mom and, and, and like all of a sudden I just had to shit out of nowhere. And I'm not even kidding. I, I totally took a shit like while walking and, and like, I like felt, I felt this log go down my pants it was a totally solid shit and i'm not even kidding i literally just like flicked my leg like like perfectly (laughs) like perfectly timed for when it like like actually came out the bottom of my leg and i I was walking and just flicked my leg and just shot the shit right under why would you why would you right, say this on the right, podcast right i don't know it's just a funny story you know, like, right underneath like the like you know like in walmart like the shelves i flicked it like out of my leg underneath the shelf and i've That's always actually... thought to this day it, it was such a clutch move it was so clutch no and, no 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 seriously that is extremely clutch it was so clutch because like my mom was like walking ahead of me and like no one noticed but i always just thought like imagine like like at some point in time someone was like cleaning up underneath like the on the shelf and was like like wait no i think i think think after i think the next day it probably dried out up the store yeah no, 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 I, it was one of those, you know, those shits where you don't even have to wipe afterwards. It's just so yeah. crisp, you know? Yeah. It was one of those ones. And no wipe. Yeah. Well, like you do, I mean, you wipe just the check, but like, you're pretty confident. You don't have to, you know, anyway, this is getting over top, but anyway, point being, I always thought there's like two situations, either one, it smelled and someone walked over and was like, dude, there's like someone took a shit underneath the shelf. <laughs> like that's one outcome. Or it got so crisp and dry that someone's like, what's this underneath here? And they like grabbed it out. They're like, holy shit. That's just, you know, like, 
Oh, my God. Well, yeah. I'm glad that oh this my. is where our new just... segment called Millennial Names has gotten us in the discussion. No, <laughs> yeah, no Millennial Names. I don't know. I'm just imagining some kid named Broccoli walking around looking for like a Buzz Lightyear figurine. Bends over to the shelf and just gets attacked by an odor. Some kid named Broccoli. Griffin. Yeah. Griffin. It's not like too, it's not that uncommon, but Griffin was like a name out there. Yeah. I know. I know many yeah. Griffins from here. Well, I'm just saying yeah. Griffin Phoenix. That's out there, you know? Right. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay, guys. What are you guys doing the rest of the night? I'm going I'm gonna to go. Uh, Austin, you're sleeping because you're working up a five a.m. Right to bed. <laughs> Snow angels on the carpet. All right, please. Jokes. Though. All right, all right guys, I'm going to uh, see what the boys are. This is a great episode. I literally have tears on my face. This is yeah. end. Okay. Your debauchery. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the weekly call. Yeah, it has been Re- regrettably so for the past <laughs> regrettably <10 minutes. laughs> yeah. goodbye hey listeners thanks so much for tuning in this week as usual you can find us on instagram at the weekly call pod or through email at the weekly call pod at gmail.com for any questions or comments about any of our material and just to kind of pick our brain or even challenge us on a few things we said today the intro and outro music was brought to you today by william scott thompson You can find him on Spotify under that name. He has a lot of other great material on there that you can go listen to as well. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. We'll see you soon.